0: Hi everyone, it's Paula Diana and this is Unleash the Game Changers. Thank you for being here today. Our guests are an amazing couple Shamim Sarif, an author, director, storyteller, filmmaker, and her wife, Hanan Katan. She's an incredible serial entrepreneur and uh, film producer. Thank you for being here with us today. Thank, thank, pleasure. Pleasure. And, uh, <laughs> thank you for asking us. And you are one of my best friends. Yes. So it's <laughs> very important for me to have you here today thank because you. I love your story. And I'm so proud of you, of everything you achieved in your life because I know it's very difficult. Yeah. It was even more difficult in the past. You come from a long way and uh, I really would love you to share everything seriously everything (laughs) (laughs) so feel free you know like unleashed
1: (laughs) you have 24 years
0: (laughs) and totally you can come back no seriously you can come back (laughs) please (laughs) do it and then we will talk about your new book Uh, let's start from the beginning because uh, you wrote this incredible book, yes. uh, I Can't Think Straight. Yes. And then you produced the film uh, that I, is one of my favorite ones <laughs> <laughs> among all <laughs> yours. And Thank you know you. that. <laughs> and it's all about your story. Yeah. Your story of uh, discovering that you couldn't think straight. <laughs> and you fell in love. I and uh, your family weren't really happy about that, no. correct? No, no. it wasn't
2: at all. So, you know, I think it was an interesting time for us because uh, we were um we've been together 23 years we've been 24 in february Mm uh so it's it was now it was it felt like a different time than it is now even in london of course Uh, there was no gay marriage there was no civil partnership um the concepts uh, of uh, particularly from the cultures that we came from because i'm indian uh south african muslim background and hanan's uh culture is palestinian christian uh, catholic amazing uh, (laughs) So we really had nothing in common except for one thing, which was that we were both women. But you know, this wasn't very exciting for either of our families. So at the time, I think it was really difficult uh, for them culturally to deal with, um, and you know, difficult for us also to, to kind of mm-hmm. be, you know. Uh, be out about it because uh, there we knew it was going to cause all sorts of trouble. Okay. So uh, and it did. So <laughs> nobody was happy. Uh, our families had tremendous issues, and those issues intensified when we decided to have children, because 20 years ago there were absolutely no f- legal frameworks or very many cultural frameworks for a gay couple to have kids, um, and it was it was a real disaster with our families. So this, I kind of it was a traumatic time mm. for us because it was a way. We had to grow apart from our families, and it's that ultimate maturity, I think, of having to um, not only learn to think differently from them, but to live differently and live away from them. So I put that into I Can't Think Straight. And uh, instead of uh, having a very angst-ridden, stressed-out story, I tried to then make it into a romantic comedy. Yeah. Um, so in a much lighter way, explore the themes of what it is to be true to yourself, to, um, to deal with disappointing your family, but also to deal with growing into who you are and, and learning to be comfortable with who you are. So I, I, I think those are probably some of the key themes in the film and in the book and um, and I thought in the in the guise of a romantic comedy would be an interesting way to.
0: No, it's made beautifully, seriously, because it's a comedy, so it's really quite funny, but I'm sure it wasn't really so funny for you to leave that.
2: No, it was uh, (laughs) painful.
0: I love the character of your mother as an example, but she was so strong, you know, and I think she was really against this. Completely
1: against. I think both mothers were much tougher than our fathers. I think the fathers wanted just peace, but the mothers were all about people and perception is the community and the culture and how they'll be judged. interesting
0: the reputation so, the
1: reputation so they're more more worried about their reputation the family reputation and the dishonor we bring mm-hmm. versus the happiness of their daughters being with the right partner in their lives Can so you it's imagine? very much about people yeah. Yeah. yeah so happiness for them because different mindset happiness for them is from the outside and if people judge them well they're happy if uh, they're in the community and society uh, respected, they're happy, it's not about am I happy from the inside, am I living sure my truth and so yeah. on, yeah.
0: And before, you, I know you had the quite a lot uh, fiance. of fiancés, yeah.
1: I think five. Five engagements, <laughs> five engagements broke so them all. You broke the, the heart <laughs> of five men. Five very nice <laughs> men, uh, oh. very eligible men for most people in the Middle East. I'm sure. But, uh, but I, I kind of returned the jewelry, said so thank you very much and what have you. But uh, yeah, I, I think that was in my 20s. I wasn't still comfortable with the fact that you could, you know, I could be with a woman, um, find sure. happiness and have the courage to come out to my family community friends and society it's just something you didn't do
0: yeah so you went through a lot yes. in order to really yeah. understand who mm. you are mm. and to have the courage yes. to come out yeah. and yes. say you know that you wanted to be true to yourself yes.
1: well Shanine gave me the courage she was much quicker to after a week of together oh, she was like, i'm telling my parents <laughs> my mother always wanted me to be happy i said yes. not that happy <laughs> <laughs> She was right about that. Yeah. And then it took me a, a bit longer, a couple, maybe a year. Or so when, when we started to have Ethan, our first son, then I thought, no, I don't want to live a lie. I want to live openly. I want the boys to know that it's fine. This is our family. They have two mothers. I don't want them to be ashamed.
2: And mm. so, yeah, it gave me the the courage and mm. the guts to come up.
0: And now you are very happy about that. Yes. Absolutely.
2: Yes. No. I would. N- I would always encourage people. And I think it's. E- it was easier for us in a sense that we were at least in a mm. country and a in a society and in London. Um, you know, there's a certain freedom. I think it's tougher mm. because since we made I can't think straight in the world unseen, we had so many uh, letters and and. Um, Outreach and emails and social media messages from from women, particularly in the Middle East, uh, in Pakistan, who are suffering, who are suffering, and and the the, the cultural and uh, legal boundaries there are much tougher for them to negotiate than for us. It's you a know, So in a way, uh, yes, we had it tough, but w- we at least, you know, we're not under threat of being honor killed or something like this. So. I think, in a way, uh, it, it's it's even harder in certain places. Parts so of the world. still
0: nowadays, in two thousand and nineteen, you yep. can be killed because you love a woman. Oh, absolutely, it's illegal.
2: In most it's illegal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's illegal. I mean, there are many countries where uh, it's illegal, but it's it's you know it's not actively pursued. But ultimately, there are many societies where it is. You know, the, if you are a daughter in a family and you are refusing to go into arranged marriage or you want to live with a, another woman it's uh, this is going to be an issue of honor for your, for, it's your horrible. for your family especially
0: yeah. societies in which religion has a yeah. huge part right i'm yeah. afraid
2: that's often the yeah. case yeah um, which you know from you know some people may say that's mixing up religion that's not what religion is really about that's for people to decide, but the, the, whatever the guys, I think people—you know a lot of uh, LGBT people, a lot of women generally are being oppressed, gay and not gay in the name of religion or in the name of culture.
0: No, no of course, also yeah. also gay men and not sure. only gay women. Absolutely. It's a real tragedy.
2: Yeah. Yes. And so
0: yes. you speak with many of them, correct, mm. every day, and they tell you that they're hiding? Mm.
1: Every day. Uh, we get emails, especially Shamim. Yeah say thank you, you've encouraged me, you've empowered me, I feel good about myself, I feel normal, uh, etc. But some of them still don't have the courage to come out. Or they live in communities and societies where, as Shemin said, it's very mm. hard for them to come out. But even here, right? It's even here, Yeah. especially here. I mean, yeah. we have friends and we know people. Even in London. Even in London. Yeah. Even in London, um, women have been together for many, many years, but their families still don't know. They don't want to come out, they're worried to disappoint, upset, or have a repercussion. Yeah. So it's, but they feel empowered with the stories and the books, and seeing us as a couple being out and, and being very comfortable in our skin and having a family. So they want it, but it takes some time. Like I was just with somebody now who said, oh, I think in a year or two I'm going to come out and have my own family. So, yeah. But
0: this is amazing, you see, because you're true role models. For well, this I, women. Yeah, totally, 100%. Agree, yeah,
2: but we didn't really expect that, to be honest. I mean, for mm. me, I, I wanted to tell the stories that we tell, whether it's about LGBT characters or women of color or, or any kind of social justice oppression. We've got, you know, there's a range of things, but they're they're all things that were very dear to us both, I think, yeah. from from a young age for various reasons um, that we can talk about. But. It, it wasn't about, oh, you know, I'll do this and people will look up to me. It was just, I thought, if you because I knew, I guess I grew up with stories. I was a very shy, introverted uh, child growing up, as many writers seem to be. Um, and I learned about the world through stories. And I longed for stories that had uh, female characters I could identify with. Um, didn't have to be love stories about female characters with other women, but you know whether it was Joe March and Little Women, you know the classic, th- and there <laughs> just there just weren't enough of them, you know. Yeah. And, and yeah. really, ultimately, <laughs> I, I wrote the stories that I wanted to of read and mm. and see and express. And I thought I knew mm. what that meant to me growing up in in having a touchstone and having um, not somebody to copy, but some some sense that. Here was a different way to yeah. experience the world.
0: Yeah, you cannot be who you don't see, you know? Yes. That's I right. And, and so I think know.
2: that, but the, the byproduct of that was people felt empowered. And I guess now we live in a social media world mm. where people feel that they can contact you. And it's been amazing, you know, to have that feedback directly from people.
1: That's great. Uh, I mean, Shamin has, after certain screenings, we've had, you know, we always have women who come and talk to us. And a couple of them said they were covered, they de. The you know, removed the hijab, and uh, because if I can't think straight, and they felt empowered, and many of them have, their families shunned them, but they still felt good about themselves, that they actually finally came out. Mm. So I think it gives them the courage and the the power, the internal power to to live the life they want to. That's amazing.
0: Because then you didn't only write and produce the film uh, I can't think straight but you also did uh, The World Unseen yes. uh, despite yes. the fall in snow and others and you're yes. always talking about diversity, yes. social justice. Yeah. So your films really are something very important for society. No, truly. I truly believe that. <laughs>
2: Thank <laughs> you. Well, it was just, you know, I think it's just important to tell the stories that that, that for me meant something to me. So with The World Unseen it was really Um, My grandmother comes from my my grandparents and parents are born in South Africa during apartheid. My parents, you know, came here from uh, to escape apartheid because my father's family was moved three times when their communities were made white areas. So they had to keep moving. Eventually, they thought, "We'll just Um. move to London." (laughs) So. But for me, The World Unseen was not about going back and telling my grandmother's story, but in a way reimagining it and saying, okay, in a world where a woman is married at 16, you know, has all these children mm-hmm. and an p- arranged marriage, what does it take for her to actually un- even understand that there's an option, which my grandmother never did.
0: She didn't have no. an option.
2: but in a patriarchal society, a Muslim society, where the husband is definitely in charge and your father tells you what to do, and then on top of that, you have an apartheid society in South Africa, where they're also telling you, OK, by the color of your skin, you can live here, and you can go here, and you can do that. How do you actually learn to break those boundaries in your mind? So that was, for me, the world unseen. Mm-hmm. It was like, OK, what if she met somebody who had already, for certain reasons, broken those boundaries, and, and they learned to learn to think and influence each other in that way? So it's just really an exploration of how you come from a society that tries to put you in a box, and you Find a way out of that. Yeah, I suppose
0: it doesn't attract to to you put you in a box. It really seals you inside yes, the box. Vacuum <laughs> 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 Yeah, no, no let's, let's say the truth. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Unfortunately, and I, I'm happy you talk about religion because this is one of my points. You know, mm-hmm. I think religion, especially monotheistic religions, all of them, not well, one in I particular, mean, all yes. of them, they're all against women's and women's rights. I'm afraid to say that, mm-hmm. but they are the, 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 the yep. really the result of a patriarchal society. In which men they have the power, and yes. women they have to be oh. good, sweet, nice, kind, yes. and uh, you know, be caring with the others. That's uh, right. Well, and listen yeah, and have faith. Power
1: meant to yeah. use religion as a basis to.
0: It's a tool of power. Yeah. So I think women, especially women, they should free themselves from these traditions, you know, and from these religions yes. and just, you know, embrace uh, another type of spirituality, but really acknowledging, you know, their own power, mm-hmm. their own freedom. Yeah. And because you, you don't need religion to be a good person. I'm afraid actually, many no. times that uh, you're a worse person if you are an extremist, you know?
2: Yes. But the, 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 um, the belief is still there uh, with people, but, you know, cause we've had people who come to us mm. as I, I was brought up and I was quite religious, uh, being brought up in, in, uh, within the ismaili muslim faith and and eventually mm. i'm I pulled away from it because uh, because I began to see it in the way that it is a man-made structure. Yeah, yeah. You are relying on people to set these boundaries and these rules for you. and uh, y- after a while, it didn't make sense to me uh, why it wouldn't be me I deciding that or uh, you know anybody else deciding that and but people go, well, how are your children going to be good know what's right and wrong if you don't bring them up in a religion? Well, I think we it's humanism. For yeah. us I think yeah. it's not a religion yeah. but it's a it's a it's a it's a philosophy which 100%. is humanistic and, and you you know if you are hurting somebody emotionally yeah. or physically or, you know, so you have that ability to self regulate to set your own moral compass.
0: Yeah. I think we're doing a damage to our children, actually, to um, like really uh, brainwash them with a specific religion. Absolutely. If you think about that, it's you indoctrination. know. indoctrination. Yeah, it's indoctrination. So you, are, you depends on where you're born, yes. uh, you know, and you are Catholic or only because your parents, you know, are professing that religion. Because when you're a child, how can you That's understand how yes. can you know you know what's wrong Absolutely. right you just learn what they're telling you and you just believe what they're telling you to believe
3: yeah. yes. so in my
0: opinion it would be much better to teach history of religions that mm. is quite different you yes. know and then when they're 18 let them free exactly. to embrace whichever religion they want yes.
2: or, none. or none or none yeah, yeah. No. i mean
0: and respect no. everyone yes. yeah. total respect for everyone yeah. you know yes and and respect most important as long as
2: it's not imposing on your freedoms yeah um because i think you know if you are talking about Taliban rule in Afghanistan. You know, you don't need to. Uh, for me, you don't need to respect that if you don't want to live because it's uh, impinging on your life. It's saying if you're a girl, you can't be educated, or if you're a yeah, woman, you I cannot guess. work. Uh, that's a problem. Yeah. Uh, but that's a very extreme yeah. case, yeah. obviously. But um, but yeah, ap- absolutely. I think it's time to mm-hmm. for people to put some thought into it. Right. But then the it's a it's a perfect circle that tells you that to. Disbelief is a sin. So, <laughs> so maybe if, if this is uh, food for your next film. Mm, oh well. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. always, <laughs> always thinking about these kinds of themes.
0: You never know. And let's talk now about your recent book, The Athena Protocol, that yes. is uh, incredibly amazing. I just finished reading it. <laughs> I, I love, love Jesse. Jesse. Yes. Seriously. Amazing, huh? I want to be a secret agent, I tell you. <laughs>
2: i think they're recruiting so this may, <laughs> this may be a good time for you <laughs> and as i
0: told you i would love your characters to really be badass black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu please yes, yes. I, mean. yes
2: I think they're pretty well trained <laughs> we
0: can, <laughs> we let's talk about this please
2: sure well the athena protocol really came out of um going to tent conferences actually and, yes. and this is going back some years before i started to really Uh, write the novel, but when I was just kind of gestating the idea, because we would go to tech conferences and we would see amazing uh, entrepreneurs or people who've made a lot of money, say, in tech, and now they're turning their attention to, you know, Bill Gates' sanitation or education or big issues of the world. So I began to think, okay, what if you had a group of women who had enough of the charity lunches and they're not finding that that's doing, making the difference, and they deal with things that Women that governments don't usually deal with issues to do with women and girls often are often shortchanged. Human trafficking, human trafficking, for example, women's health, Mm -hmm. women's education, and all things that were very important to me to discuss in the framework of stories. But I thought, okay, we we have a bunch of secret agents here who are you know there are three women who've started the agency and three younger women who are a very diverse group of secret agents who go out and actually run these missions. Because also you're crossing moral boundaries. Yeah, you know, should you be yeah. interfering as a private citizen in these kinds of things? Uh, do should we leave it to government? Should it be elected officials, or is there not being enough done? And it's something I think is being discussed with the billionaires of the world right mm. now. So it's kind of a, a topical
0: i operation. love the idea and i hope someone will have you know <laughs> well, maybe they have, the will have to, to copy the Athena <laughs> <laughs> protocol yes, <you> know,
2: right? <laughs> yeah? yeah
0: why not is in between 007 uh, James Bond yes, and uh, Charles Angels uh,
2: yeah i think i think it's more my my Reference for it is a when I think about it for film and TV is is the Bourne. Series. Oh yeah, I
0: love because, the Bourne yes. series because there's
2: a realism to it, and I think yeah. there hasn't been uh, a women's action thriller um, that was really I think uh, took things quite seriously. Look in the story, I also wanted to uh, not only explore trafficking and and the main plot, but these women are rounded, real women. And yeah. I think often we've seen women who just toss down a vodka at the end of the day or you know, or pick up somebody in the bar or flick back their hair. And I wanted to say what happens when you go through the trauma. It's actually traumatic to fight criminals,
1: you yeah. know, with
2: hand to hand fighting with thing and to see the thing the the, the mm-hmm. crimes that they are watching. So it's tough. You know, they they have to learn to support each other. They fight. They are, you know, they're learning in Jessie's case. She's very immature at the beginning of the novel and she has to learn to be a team player. I like her so much, I even when she's immature. <laughs> yeah, no, <I> <laughs> <laughs> she's my favorite one. Absolutely. Treat her
0: well in the second one, please. I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> well,
2: she suffers, uh, but our protagonist must suffer. I know you
0: just finished to write the second yes. one. Yes. Can we know the title
2: already? Yes, or it's no? called The Shadow Mission. So it has the same uh, characters, Jesse and Caitlin and Halla, as the Athena Protocol, um, but this time it's set in India, and they are protecting um, schools that have been set up to, um, for to keep young girls from being married too young. From because child marriage is a huge issue in India. It's huge. It's yeah. not legal, but it's culturally acceptable, and not only in
0: india i'm afraid no many other countries no, i think I other 39 countries are on africa and the right days.
2: right so i mm-hmm. think there are states like Bihar, which are the poorest states in india where where uh, underage marriage runs at 70 percent for girls it's so horrible. Yeah. these are girls who are reliving my grandmother's yeah. world if you like nowadays right doing the same and right now in 2019 so it's important that was again another way f- for me to explore that because we live in a world where there's a far right shift mm. in many places and yeah, nationalism it's a
0: backlash where yeah.
2: women are getting again left behind mm. in that so i thought it's important to start thinking about that too
0: and when it will be published is in uh, the u.s it's sure? uh,
2: it's out in the u.s and canada october 2020 okay i can't There's still wait. time to read <laughs> the athena protocol before that comes out yeah.
0: absolutely and what about a film about the athena protocol are you already thinking about producing well, one very much so <laughs> <laughs> i was sure about that
2: <laughs> and i was so thinking about the film before, before i even it. had the title of the book <laughs> <work, exactly. laughs>
1: Yeah, and So we are, we're just uh, agreed a deal with the uh, Roadshow Show in America, it's a mini major, but to make it a TV series, oh. because mm. now TV is so big. I like and that. Yes. So we were back and forth TV feature TV, but I think TV, because there's so many characters, as Shamim said, yeah. there's six women, and so it can really dive into more depth with each character yeah. and really make it to a, a nice, prolonged series. Mm-hmm so great so yeah Yeah. so we just sort of agreed with them now we have to develop it and take it you know she has to write the script we have to put the theme together and package it and then it's a long
0: process correct? It's a
1: process yeah it's
0: and a usually process. it's difficult to be funded uh, mm. I remember when we were talking yes can you tell me more about the challenges yes. you face uh, while producing the four or five films that mm-hmm. you produce already four, yes, yes. Four, because yeah. people they don't know that you know yes, yes. so it would be so good yeah so mm. film
1: production is is uh, you have to have some business acumen and as well as creative uh, it's sort of merger uh mm-hmm. of both the creativity and approaches. you too you
0: have both exactly and as a
1: producer you have to understand the creative and be supportive of it i think a lot of producers and directors clash because of budgets and so on but for me it's the same vision we're trying to, yeah. to get the best uh,
2: yeah.
1: uh, story and film on on screen so when we started around 12 years ago 11 mm-hmm. 12 years ago yeah because all the stories are female uh, protagonists, female stories, diversity, multicultural, political mm. backdrops, uh, you know, women love. of honor, LGBTQ, yeah. the whole. Yeah. So we you can. So it wasn't very popular, and, and because the industry was very much controlled by uh, men who have who decide which films get greenlit, which ones get financed, which ones get distribution sales, it was very hard to break into that mold, and they kept saying the women don't sell. Uh, Women fans, don't yeah, sell, yeah, can you yeah, imagine? Yeah, yeah. Women don't sell films, they don't go to the movies, That's they don't so spend horrible. yeah, So they decided uh, which, which films would go. And so there
0: were men, of course, deciding yeah,
1: Completely far away. So now, we'll, we'll fast forward, now things are finally starting to change. But for the last 12 years, it was quite tough. So we had to think outside the box and to say, how can we get these films made? And because I come from a business background and I didn't know much about the film industry, I couldn't understand the barriers when people mm. said, no, you can't. I'm like, well, why can't you? And then you have to find a way. To you don't it.
0: accept a no as no, an answer. <laughs> let's, <laughs> as, let's, you know. exactly. let's be real. <laughs> exactly.
1: So why not? And then you find another way to, to go around it to you get it made. Great. So luckily for us, we've had um, a lot of uh, support from women, female friends who believed in, in the work. Uh, also, we we always thought creatively. So Shani wanted to shoot on film for digital it was the end of film which is very expensive so we're thinking okay how can we do that so when we shot in south africa the world unseen, mm-hmm. our co-producer there she said there's no way the budget won't allow it mm-hmm. so you know thinking outside the box we brought a crew from india a camera a team we brought from here so we made it in a way that you add value and and the same when we shot i can't think straight we yeah. brought a team from india we brought the crew and, and equipment so it became. Possible to to do that, and and it's just kind of thinking outside the box. And, and people said, no, you can't do that. And i said, why not? And you do the numbers. Yeah. And you do so for me, it's it, you, you know you facilitate it. You have to yeah. kind of for sure wait till you make it happen. And luckily, every film has won a lot of awards, yes. and uh, went to uh, you know one was invited. Well, the one scene was invited to Venice and to Toronto. We end up going to Toronto. So I think the the That's reviews good. and certainly the awards have helped. Yeah. On the on the independent festival sure. route, not on the distribution route, because we could not go past the distributors and the sales agents to get a big cinema release.
0: Oh, so that's an issue. The distribution. Because yes. they,
1: they control the output, they control which ones they fund for that. We still had uh, small releases but mm-hmm. not wide releases. But that hasn't stopped us. We we sort of it's kind of word word of mouth, momentum, fans, uh I can't think street has over two billion hits, I think, on YouTube, from uh, fan videos and marketing, Yeah, so it's kind of, thanks to social media and digital, Mm -hmm. it enabled the films where traditionally Mm -hmm. it wouldn't have reached the audiences to reach them through that.
0: And what do you think now? Mm -hmm. Something changed after the Me Too movement? You feel
1: that they're more interested in
0: diversity, Mm -hmm. even producers?
1: Well, I don't know about Mm -hmm. they're interested, but I think after Weinstein and Me Too, Mm -hmm. people finally, women said, enough is enough. And a lot of studio heads and people in, in the industry traditionally were either thrown out or mm-hmm. you know changed. The people now are too scared. Maybe they, they still don't feel it, but because of the movement that's mm-hmm. so strong, they don't dare tell you in your face, women don't sell no. Yeah. And they say, okay, we have to have gender parity. You know, everyone's talking mm-hmm. the game. Mm-hmm. And then we have to have female-led uh, writer, director, producer, protagonist. So now the whole industry has shifted. So the same people we see now in LA or Toronto or London are talking in a more inclusive,
2: open way. I, I'm even more optimistic than yes. you. So I think it's not just a uh, we need to tick the diversity boxes. I think that element is there, of course, until there's mm-hmm. real gender parity, which means that naturally yeah. people cast 50% of their directors for a show to be women. But I also think that the fear uh, that you can put out a movie or a TV show which only has women in it or only people of color in it actually, it has a wide audience. Yeah. I think that's been broken. And I think people realize.
0: Finally. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> finally. That,
2: yeah, finally. That, oh, if you, have a, you, yeah, know, you yeah. have a black protagonist or an African-American woman in the show, it can still be a mainstream show. And yeah. this was uh, somehow news to people. But it, it you know, wasn't news to us or you or uh, yeah. you know, a lot of the consumers there because nobody was saying, oh, I want to watch this because there's a white person in it. it, it yeah. it's, the story is good and the character is engaging. Those are the key, for me, elements.
0: Of course. It so has to be a very good product. Yeah. You yeah. know, It didn't occur
2: to me that I Can't Think mm. Straight wasn't a mainstream film in terms of distribution because I didn't go and watch Notting Hill and say, oh, I've seen my heterosexual love story this year. You know, I mean, it's, 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 <laughs> exactly. it's laughable. Or yeah. I've been to see Bourne so I can't go see James Bond because I've <laughs> just seen my male action movie. But, you know, <laughs> until two years ago, people would go, oh, no, we have our female action movie for this year. Come on. That was incredible. Your hair would turn gray if I told you some of the things that we've heard. Please tell me. (laughs) Feel free to tell (laughs) me now. One sales agent here in the UK, very established,
1: they said, oh, you know, with with the Latina Protocol, they said, oh, if you degay the leads. Oh, my God. Shamim looked at me. Is that a word? (laughs) (laughs) Degay? And, you know, things like that. Then I would consider it. Uh, and despite falling snow, too bad you have Rebecca Ferguson. If it was a male lead, you'd open in many more screens. We had
2: a very big distributor, a reasonably good distributor, who said, "Yes, if it was a Colin Firth role, not a Rebecca Ferguson role, i.e. the lead, uh, we would give you six hundred screens or whatever."
3: Oh.
2: So I mean, you know, you, that's the kind of endemic, mm. systemic bias you're kind of up against. Because he wasn't saying, "Well, the film wasn't good enough, or mm. the story didn't land." It was just that it they didn't trust that women or men would get to see a female-led movie which i think is complete rubbish
0: so there is a lot to do still there is even uh, if now it's better than 20 years ago but yeah yeah. and that's why it's very important i think to have more female directors absolutely it's so fundamental and also female producers because uh, we we see the world with different lenses and uh, it's not better or or, 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 you know worse Uh, it's just different and we need that difference Mm. We, we totally need
2: that. Very much so, because mm. I think that the, the whole experience of, of the world, uh, and and so much of that is given through media, through film, through TV, through books, and when the, the you know, the canon of uh, of film and, and books is, is purely from a white male or predominantly from a white male gaze, of, of course that influences the way that the mm. culture or a country or society is seen 100%. historically yeah yeah so, but you know it's changing and, and high time i think
0: and people are influenced and they don't even know that they're influenced no i'm afraid but
2: it's the truth yeah, you true. know yeah like
1: canada and i was trying to do gender parity in 2020 to have uh, equal number of um Female directors and producers. Oh, that's great for their funding. Now they're saying that. Hope, let's hope they mm-hmm. can let's do, hope it. do <laughs> that. that. Exactly. Yeah. But at least so the awareness is there. Yeah. The awareness is there. At least People are yeah. not, you know, not thinking it through, thinking about, you know, whether it's the crew, whether it's the the, the the creative team, whether it's the actors, whether it's the extras. You know, if you have enough men and women, it used to be traditionally from one lens and not multiple lenses. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so you are doing a great job, girls.
1: Well, seriously. <laughs> we have <laughs> more to be done.
0: <laughs> no, I'm so yeah. proud of you, seriously, you. and I'm sure your children are proud as well. I mean, they're I, really I, grown I, up now. I'm sure like they mine.
1: Are. <laughs> Yeah, I, I hope so. Yeah, almost 21 and 17, so they're, you know, I think you know they get the, they they they've been on all our films. I think they're blasé about. Uh, yes. Being on set, they're they like take used it to for it. granted. Yeah. I think they are proud, but they don't expect. I want to
0: come out, please, in the next one. Yes, with
2: pleasure. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Okay.
0: You promise now yes. in front yes. of everyone. Yes. <laughs> it's
2: Especially, done.
0: Exactly.
1: Do, do you need a trailer?
2: No, I
1: think it's quite important, and, and that's why this year, for next year, yeah. we've uh, we've started developing a. Uh, a slate of projects. So from films to T V to yeah. a, a project together. And so I think it's important now to not escalate that absolutely. process. Because yeah. now the appetite is there. There's more content. There's Netflix, Disney Plus, Apple, etc. And they need new content. And they need mm-hmm. content. Yeah. Absolutely. And, yeah. need content. Yeah. Yeah. and good content. Absolutely. So so hopefully yeah. that'll kind of it's disrupted the model, the traditional model yeah. of distribution and production and um and sales, so I think now there are more opportunities than ever.
0: Yeah, and you are established. You know, you have yes. experience, so exactly. you know how
1: to do. So exactly. I think they should really listen yeah. to
2: you, to Absolutely. your know-how. I think they should listen to us too. Really? Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. But it's it's ex- it's an exciting time, and I think it's it's great. You know, I, yeah. I would have been yeah. uh, very annoying to me if this happened and I was eighty. So now <laughs> it's, like, exactly. it's like okay good because because it's almost like you've seen mm. in a decade such a huge turn of the tide um that it's been it's it's almost exhilarating sometimes you think okay great this is this is all very good but it's just I think we need to be vigilant yeah They're the same always, way we do always. politically you know you begin to take things for granted yeah. and
0: never give our rights for granted no. Yeah, no. And, yeah
2: and yeah. I think the
1: whole tsunami of me too cannot go back if you mm. if you uh, and some people say it's gone s- such an extreme that uh, white middle-aged men are saying, you know, we're being discriminated against. But you know, you've had it for hundreds and hundreds of years, if not more, your way. So now there's millennia, ba- yes. But uh, so now in the <laughs> film industry, now there's a balance finally, and mm-hmm. or towards a balance. And I think if we let, if we let it to go back to the old day old ways of doing it. So I think it's very important to keep that pressure. Mm-hmm. I agree with you when keep moving it. It's a movement yeah. that has to continue to And go
0: also out. because you know the Me Too movement was a real tsunami, yes. especially yes. in the West yes. the countries, you know. Yeah. But not really in all of them. Yeah. As an example, Italy where I come from. Yes. It wasn't no. so strong, no. I tell you the truth. No. no. And still there are many women who, as we know, they could be the worst enemies of their own gender, they're actually all the time saying, oh, why she didn't come out before, you know, why she didn't announce before the victim. Even yesterday, I was in this TV show talking about the scandal of Prince Andrew, Mm. and one of the guests uh, in studio, I was from here, from London, you know, but one of the guests, uh, she's a young girl, and after I talked, uh, and I was very clear, I was like, I stand by Virginia Giuffre, the victim, Mm. and I stand by all the victims, you know, who finally found the courage to speak up. Yeah. and denounce abusers. She said why she didn't speak earlier, you know, when, she, when everything happened. So, I mean, Virginia Jouffre, she was 17 years old, you know, when it happened. She was uh, li- really brainwashed and enslaved and trafficked by uh, these powerful people. Yes. What do you think could have happened <coughs> to her? Eventually, they would have killed her. You yes. know, eventually plus, she plus would have disappeared somewhere. Come on, let's be real. You yes. know, she had no money, no <coughs> lawyers. Uh, the the public opinion wasn't ready for this kind of stories.
2: And, and it's very difficult to talk about these things as well. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's traumatic. You uh, she you haven't that kind of abuse, yeah. you know, it's not something that you can just easily speak about even to the people closest to you. Yeah. Because there is a feeling often of shame attached mm-hmm. to it, even though it's not your shame. Yeah. Um, so you know i don't i don't blame women who haven't been able to talk about it for a decade absolutely a me completely.
0: neither but you see some italian women young one especially yeah. that you might think you know she should be a super feminist you know enlightened mm. actually they're not because i think she's just you know oppressed by our patriarchal culture that mm. is still very very oppressive yes. especially yeah. in italy and in other countries the middle east you know not to mention but even yes. in
1: france uh, just now the actress mm. uh, came yes. out about the oh, abuse yeah? when she was 12 years old yeah. I yes. mean, and then something else just came out again recently as a follow-up mm. so people are slowly and when i think mm. celebrities do it it empowers everyday people to say okay if they can do it and they have a lot to lose because mm. they're in the public eye mm. then we should it encourages other women because they see it's possible and yeah. to get you know to, to do so that a role model, model effect, effect yeah.
2: It's so, yeah and, yes. and effect, the
0: case yeah. of uh philippe T. and piketty is very very important you know to talk about because he's such a well-educated you know man mm-hmm. you know is it's rich he's established famous so even a man like this mm-hmm. can be an abuser you know can be violent yeah. And this is very important to, to be shown to the world, you know, because people they always think oh only uneducated you know man or maybe a really poor oh yeah. man oh you know sure. they I think I think I
2: think we've seen that it's not it true. It can happen anywhere.
0: Unfortunately it's not true. But and I
2: also would like to see those consequences following through for people like Harvey Weinstein who have tremendous amounts of money to throw at this legally. Yeah. Um, to hire black ops, you know, uh, agents to you know to try to discredit his accusers mm-hmm. you know uh, it would be really nice to see these men brought to account properly and deep prince andrew there's no reason why he shouldn't be it's a shame uh, it's speaking a scandal, speaking it's to a scandal. Investigators yeah. because he it was should. involved yeah. with jeffrey epstein it's very simple but
0: uh, yeah. he knows everything you know he was there yes. in this house full of young girls mm-hmm. They were full yes. of young girls. Yeah, the, what do you think they were doing there? No, oh. it wasn't strange for these young girls to be in a house, uh, you know, of a single man, fifty, six yeah. years old. Well, I mean, it's
2: disgusting. It's unfortunate even just think power, about that. But the culture is very standard that this is not an issue. So yeah. you know, it's it's a, it's a almost like a privilege of being a certain. What, anyway, it, the point is that it needs to change, but it also needs mm. to change east of here because it's one thing in the West, yeah. and certain parts mm. of the West, but I, I think uh, th- this still happens uh, systematically. I agree cultures.
0: with you, but I think that inside the hearts of many women in the, in the East, uh, things are already changed. Maybe they yes. are scared of speak up, yes. but something changed. I was reading today the news about this uh, uh, Indian nun from a Catholic you know, um, uh-huh. a church, mm-hmm. and she was uh, uh, complaining. About a huge scandal of uh, a priest who raped one of her sisters, oh and who was sexually abusive with her, you know, and not only with her, with others. And finally, she speak up and she said, "Everyone knows how many sexual abuses are, you know, uh, right. perpetrated by priests to nuns." Can you imagine? It's I mean, so I actually didn't think about that, no. you know. And the she revolting. The revolting. She says this is normal. This happens every day. This is a huge scandal, and you know what happened? Perfect. That the priest is still there, mm-hmm. and they uh, throw outside mm-hmm. the community the nun.
2: But that yeah. and then people say, why don't people speak up? Yeah. Because women are traditionally have to prove themselves yeah. uh, innocent. Yeah. So and now it's not <laughs> they yeah. are not they are not actually the perpetrators; they're the yeah. victims. Yeah. But they're having to prove that their story is true, and then the yeah. consequences, the shame, is on their family or on their
0: yeah. No, it's, it's unbelievable. Or whatever it might be. It's, it's seriously it's unbelievable. Yeah. And this is happening now. And in fact, she's uh, she wrote a book. Yeah. It will be published soon. Oh. I would love to interview her. Tell you yeah. the truth, and yes. I think that she um, actually she uh, she said that uh, that the ca- Catholic Church uh, is yeah. still at uh, the middle age. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. still you no, know. They're not protecting women, mm. they're not protecting yes, they're girls
2: or children. Actually. Yeah. There's still a lot of uh, cases yeah. going on where there are. Yeah. Anyway. It's so, so, why the, so important to continue
1: with stories and books and yes. yeah. uh, documentaries and to, to, you know, to engage the world on, a, on an open platform and not to kind of hide these stories.
0: Yeah, no, no, no absolutely. Silence is what feeds abuse. Completely. You know, we need to speak yeah. up
2: absolutely our
0: voices matter our stories matter everyone mm. so i'm so happy about this None, you know who finally found the courage to say something that ev- eventually not everyone knows there
2: yeah no that's it's unbelievable. unbelievable yeah because look i think we all have a responsibility mm. all of us to 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 um to use our voices for yeah making the world better now mm-hmm. that can be going to uh, you know going to demonstrate against climate change it can be you know uh, doing something for a charitable foundation uh, for me uh, storytelling is a natural thing that i yeah. can do so you know for me that's a way to reach people with with ideas and themes uh, but i think it's important because i think what the world is showing us now through all the nationalism and the, and the tendency towards the right wing Eroding of liberal values, even in the states, the rights of women are being eroded. Um, I think it's important that, that that people that we traditionally didn't ha- think we had to talk- speak up—the liberals, the middle ground, the you know the rights that we're taking for granted—there isn't any more taking anything for granted. And I think everybody yeah. needs to be clear on what's important to them and speak up for it. You know, in a respectful, yeah. meaningful way.
0: And I liked that you use the word responsibility. Because mm. it it's yeah. all about that, you know every one of us c- c- can make the difference mm-hmm. so we are responsible yes for we, we this are. society how it is we can only complain you yeah. know Absolutely. if you don't do anything yeah. it's like you are actually doing something Absolutely. you are yes. actually you know believing Allowing, the status quo yeah. and allow it to be perpetrated you know Absolutely. so yeah Absolutely. we have to be Very responsible so. citizens Absolutely. yes Absolutely.
1: which is why even with Athena protocol mm-hmm. um, Shireem donates a pro- proceeds proceed to a anti-trafficking organization and with all of our films we've always done yes black tie events and raise money for charities mm-hmm. for women and children so i think it doesn't matter how successful or not your product your your film your mm-hmm. ru- your book whatever if you can build in a socially conscious giving back
3: yeah.
1: towards others it all helps it goes a long, That's wonderful. long way and i think yeah. it's just if everyone does it then the world would be a very yeah. different place.
0: Yeah, we we'll yeah. say, you know, the ocean yeah. is actually, you know, created by a lot of drops <laughs> all yes, together. That's
1: that's just, that's <laughs> you <so> know, <laughs> one by one, yes. by one, by one. And yeah. that's it, you Absolutely. know. So but each of us is exactly. A drop. Most people think, oh, when I reach this, then I will help. No, you can help at every level of your life.
2: Well, I used to think that, actually. I'd say, oh, when I, you know, when I have this very successful thing, I'll do this. And then I was like, well, let's do it now. Yeah, let's start like now. How <laughs> do we do <laughs> that? It's like, you know, yeah, very imaginative Ages ago. And yes, and yeah. absolutely. Yeah. just right to, right from right at the beginning. Yeah. 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 So, Every uh,
0: day can be the right day to start. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And everything starts with a thought. That's yes. also wonderful for me, you know. People, absolutely. they're always waiting. Why are you waiting, you know? You have that thought. That's yes. it, you know?
2: Use it and, and do something yeah i think so everything in the world that's ever been created has started from nothing from that thought yeah it's not nothing but it's something it's that's ephemeral and just yeah. energy so uh but i but that's that's why i think we have a responsibility because we are thinking feeling yeah beings so when you have that ability to think and to direct your thought yeah. uh it's it's an immense responsibility yeah not to right. just jump on the bandwagon of because this is how we elect leaders that uh, te- tell us what to think or can say it's things so in wrong a way that it's way so wrong, it's so dangerous. Trump can be very disrespectful to people, yeah. disrespectful to whole swathes of the community, but people still support him because they're not necessarily thinking through They cannot imagine a different the world. consequences. Yeah. yeah. Um,
0: I was listening so. to your Ted talk about the power of imagination. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I truly believe in what you but say. But it,
2: it is very much so, and I think I think imagination is is such a key component. Again, of being human and of being uh, certainly being a storyteller, it's the most obvious thing. People, but people seem to think that imagination is only the domain of writers and of, of uh, directors and uh, creatives. But I think you know, it's really just imagining the world to be a better place or imagining your family to be a certain way or your community. It gives you the impetus to start those steps so um, but for me it's always been a, a really enthralling way to I, I've always been very immersed in my imagination I guess from a young age
0: it's beautiful no I, I'm like you seriously yeah. I cannot unfortunately write uh, great novels like <laughs> you <laughs>
1: but you
0: uh, you know what also we have i think we have passion
3: yes
0: you know we stand for something yes and so we fight for that every day and that's also what gives you strength Mm. every day you know and gives it a smile on your face because you have a meaning your life is meaningful right
2: yeah exactly it's exciting to get up in the morning yeah and and for us it's a civil
0: rights you know human rights women's rights that's Mm -hmm. right
2: it's so important yes absolutely Nothing more. And, and changing the world one step at a
1: time, really, through yes. stories, books, films, anything, really, that uh, triggers the imagination, makes a difference, I think it's so important to do. And I think a lot of people just become the, sort of, the silent masses, who just don't, they're just existing, yeah. without doing and being, so that's when, that's when it goes into Trump territory and all the fascists and the demagogues and I so know. on, who control people, because they're just kind of existing. They're not they're
0: Yeah. Yeah. And also they are indifferent. Yes. I always think about, you know, how, you know, dangerous it's indifference. Mm. Indifference to suffering.
3: Completely. Mm.
0: Indifference, you know, to other human beings. So so we need more empathy in this world. Uh, And I think that women Mm. really cherish, you know, this kind of value more. So that's why we need more empathy and more women telling stories and imaging a different world. I think so. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think it I think it's wonderful to be able to construct a universe uh, that that people you know for often I, I come across people who will talk about books and films mm-hmm. I felt the same way where it, where it becomes more real to you than the things in your life and I don't think that's uh, it's it's I think it's an interesting faculty that we have as as humans because it means that we can use stories to teach us um, to navigate what it is to be human, a, we mm. can use stories to become better people, to give us ideas about how we can live yeah, our lives. differently ultimately, this is what we whatever, have to do. we no? have empathy with characters that are mm. in a completely different world from us, but still we have we can have an empathy and we can still have a relationship to that character. Um, you know, I can't think straight. Spoke to many people who were not from the communities that the women were from, but still, they're they're the very universality of their journey meant something mm. to people it's the same i think with the cena protocol
0: yeah i hope everyone can watch i can't think straight because here is here. <laughs> it's, it's one of my favorite <laughs> ones <laughs> <laughs> <You're good text>. <laughs> <laughs> but tell hanan mm. which was the most challenging time in your life
1: i'm uh, curious personally or professionally or uh, personally? Uh, all of them all of personally them, professionally and professionally i i think Personally, the, the most challenging was coming up to myself and understanding that this is who I am, and this is the kind of person I am without lying to myself. And, and then having the guts and the courage to come out to my family, then to my friends, then to people around. How was, old were you? Oh, I was uh, probably 33. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm seven years older than Shaleen. And so I had gone through in my 20s, all the you know, engagements and, and breaking up and what have you. And then finally, uh, only in my 30s, did I say, okay, this is who I am. And it it took a lot of guts because, you know, my parents were still living in the Middle East. In Palestine? uh, In in Jordan. In Jordan. Well, we had both Palestine and Jordan. And, you know, most of my family was still there. So the pressure was quite strong. I mean, they traveled a lot, but the pressure was... Quite How did
0: you come out? Uh, I mean, you you asked all the family to be reunited? Uh, no, I, I told
1: my parents first, um, and at well, first I told my sisters, I have five younger sisters.
0: How um, did they take their news? Uh,
1: they were fine on the surface, uh, and then I told my parents, and there was drama, um, and we had Ethan, so there was a lot of drama in the family, then it kind of settled down. And then when we wanted to have a second child, I told Shamib, you should experience and you should uh, get pregnant. Mm-hmm. Same father, because I think be lovely, you know, it's, it's, it's who was it. a
0: friend of yours, correct? Yes, a friend of ours,
1: yeah. uh, friend of mine, and, uh, and then Shemin met them afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time, um, for me, there was no difference who gave birth to whom, it's our boys sure. equally. But people didn't have, uh, our, our families had mm-hmm. a hard time with that.
2: And Even was, with
1: that? Especially oh. with that.
2: Yes. Come live that. Especially with that.
1: So by the time we had Luca, All the families, Jameem's parents, my parents, my sisters, everybody just flipped out, and we just kind of had another war, basically, another drama. And uh, and it's only when my mom was passing and, and dying that I made up with her, but on the condition that this is my family. Hmm. My younger sisters, we still don't talk. Uh, most of them, um, the majority of them. So it was very challenging, family-wise, and what have you. But you know what you and you had to
0: renounce a lot, right? Yes,
1: absolutely. Yeah, Almost yes. everything yeah, of completely.
0: your family yes. possessions. Yes, absolutely. So it was a huge decision, I guess. Also, it, it was. Yeah.
1: But you know, for me, it wasn't a big decision because at the end of the day, I wanted to be with the person I wanted to be with, the love of my life, with my family, chose. my. Chose you
0: chose love and, instead of money. Completely.
1: And, you know, for me, a lot of people have chosen money. And then at the end of the day, they we- have a miserable life. Yeah. I'm sure. They made, yeah, they've yeah. sold their soul, basically. Yeah. And, uh, so so that was a very tough time for me. And then, um, then we had all kinds of issues. But then at the end, I told Shamim, look, there's no point to dwell on this. It's just dragging us down, the, the yeah. negative energy. So we wanted to protect our energy. So we cut out a lot of all that rubbish. And we just focused our friends, became our family. went well and- down. Yeah. And, you know, you want to be with people who support you, understand you, who mm-hmm. love you for who you are, regardless of everything else. Mm-hmm. And you need that support, that network. Absolutely. Life, because yeah. without that, it's much harder yeah, but uh, friends, journey.
0: Friends are the family you choose. Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. You cannot choose They're your parents, but yeah. you can and choose person. your friends. Exactly.
1: So that was the, the hard part. I mean, work and career, because I'm an entrepreneur, I've had lots of businesses, some did better than others when I exited. But I think doing, uh, producing feature films has had a lot of challenges because you know you need funding to produce the visions you want and yeah. I wanted to really support Jamille and her vision and to get the stories as much as possible on. So that was, you know, challenging throughout the last decade. Oh, sure. It can be very lonely, the job of an entrepreneur. It does, yeah. it is. But at the end of the day, whenever you have the result and the final result, it's so satisfying. It's like having another baby. Yes, know, it's true. And, and yeah. seeing another you know continuation of creativity and the influence it has on people so it's very satisfying so you forget the the pain yeah
2: yes like childbirth otherwise you would never do it again it's true <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i so agree we're, we're all become like crack addicts when we're doing independent movies you know i we think we're never yeah. going to do that again but it's kind of there's something well, exciting then you, do you know because you are creating something yeah. that that, yeah. that is so important to you and so meaningful and then Hopefully that meaning spreads out. And
0: what about you, Shamim? Which were your most challenging oh, times? I uh,
2: would say, you know, similarly, I think around that time when we were first mm-hmm. together, it's like the most beautiful time of your life, but also uh, it was kind of that separation from uh, everything that you've grown up with in a mm. way, um, which you wouldn't necessarily choose to do at that moment, but yeah. it was a big, uh, on the positive side, it was a big maturity. Mm. Uh, lesson and I think that's something that helped me to think independently and to move on and not to, uh, I guess I, I guess it made me more uh, stronger about not, not having to uh, compromise my uh, values and vision for what I wanted in life because I was almost forced to not co- to compromise. It was one big choice or, or the other choice. There was no uh, sort of yeah. halfway house. We, I tried that for a little bit, to trying to keep my parents happy and trying to, you know, whatever. But uh, and I regret doing that actually for as long as I did. So yeah, I just. So what do it was you suggest positive.
0: to girls and women who are in the same situation now? What would you tell them?
2: I, unless there is some physical safety or, or you know, w- a way that you would be thrown out of the house, whatever, I'm not qualified to give those kinds of mm-hmm. things. But I would always encourage anybody who can. To come out and be who you are, because I think it's corrosive to your spirit and your soul if you are living half a life in the shadows in Mm, any way, or that you can't really be who you are. I think you know that. What are the stories in the movies that we like to watch the most? Right, we love to see Mm -hmm. people becoming who they are meant to be. Whether it's you know as simple as a sports movie or somebody overcoming finding their true power yes and why is that so inspiring to us because it is what we're meant to do as human beings and i think we find it the most um upsetting and stressful thing as as people to see people who are are being oppressed or not being true to who they are so i would always encourage people to go that way you know however difficult it is however much people are going to disapprove however much that path might feel wrong there's there what it gives you in in terms of your be, your lightness of spirit and your ability to be fully who you are meant to be is uh, there's no there's no com- comparison in those yeah, scales. I agree with you. 100%. Um, and it's so. a short,
1: precious life. It's now. It's true. Yeah, it's, it's not so a it <laughs> <is>, This <laughs> is it's, it's, yeah. So if there's something in the future, who knows? But so why live your life? Why why light yourself and be unhappy? And why every day? Live for other people and live a story to to make everyone to fit into a societal or religious or cultural norm Why not try to be authentic to yourself? Well, find out who you are first and then be authentic to yourself in whatever field, whatever passion, whatever it is you want to do instead of just being um uh, numb of uh, yeah. of your true passion and who, y- who you are as a person
2: we did not create those rules right but we're kind of still living by them i so know so well, that's the
0: tragedy of, rel- I of traditions yes. why
2: am i still stressed about it and, and i think I it's know. great to keep certain traditions you know for us we're we yeah. know, we're very big on food on music on yeah. certain cultural traditions but not to mm. the to the exclusion of you know um, yeah, I don't understand freedom, freedom it either seriously. I,
0: I mean I come from a very patriarchal yeah, yeah. and Catholic I know. You know, You've family I went through a long long everything. journey
2: yourself you know to where you are now and uh, I
0: always thought why you know why yes. I have to listen to that yes. Why I have to behave like this, you know yes. this is not my tradition, this is not what I decided. this is not what I wrote yes, I just <laughs> why <laughs> exactly. you know like
2: right.
0: I want That's to right. write my own life. Yes. I want to write my own traditions, yes. new ones, you know.
2: Just small, Absolutely. you know, I think, w- and once you see the world that way, it's very difficult to, to go back, back yeah. and you, and you don't want to. I mean, it just, yeah. I remember getting up from the dinner table one time and just thinking, why does my father not have to pick up his plates? it's not oh, because he is not I know. strong enough <laughs> or he's disabled or you know but purely by virtue of yeah because the gender. wife has to do that he doesn't yeah. have to pick up his plate and you know when he leaves the table and it didn't really matter it was no big deal i'm going over anyway i took yeah, it yeah. but, but actually
0: it matters it matters it looks like it's, it's small but yeah. it's a big
2: thing why does it why it and did you tell
0: him I. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think I might have, you know, it wasn't like a very difficult house. Like you could not oh. say stuff, but the reality was, it was like he'd probably laugh oh. about it and go sit with this newspaper. So like you know, but you
0: can't talk. believe, but I had a boyfriend from the south of Italy doing the same. No. Really? A few years ago. Yeah. No. I told him straight away the first
1: night. You know, I was and like, was I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> ciao, ciao, ciao. one-way
2: tickets. <laughs>
0: crazy and he was like oh you know because uh in my family he said this was the norm my wife no my my mother and my sisters used to do that and me and my father used to sit down and just talk
2: have a drink you know it should be uh it should be if (laughs) i take Hanan's plate it's first of all it's my pleasure second of all we have an argument about it because like no no i'll take your plate <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so it's just it's a it's, yeah. a, it's a it's a it's an act of kindness or an act of love yeah uh, not an act of oh you you are have to it is this, is this is your yes, role in life yes serve me so exactly. yeah. and, and is, fast and, and be quick you know and precise things. small <laughs> thing gives yeah. a sense that i am slightly superior in this yeah. in this structure yeah. i'm not saying it was like traumatic in any way but it's it creates a sense of this is the patriarchal world yeah right so it's very important that yeah. but marriage
0: itself details. not in your case of mm. course no. uh, but marriage itself uh, it is an institution that was invented yes. in order to control the woman yes. and to pass her from you know the right. uh, the Scratch family of, the, uh, to of the father
1: <laughs> yeah to the, the, Absolutely. the husband That's I right. mean in our case yeah. it was important to get married to protect us as yeah. a couple in the and the boys, Sure. Yes. Yeah, so legally, with the civil legally, rights. Otherwise, and... you know, yeah. when we first um, had Ethan, uh, Shamim, for example, she would take him to the hospital, travel with him or to school or pick up. Mm-hmm. She didn't have the rights. My parents had more rights. Because you gave birth to Ethan birth. Birth. and, uh, and uh, you were uh, no one in yes. front of the law. Yeah. For, you know, and the our choice. parents had more rights over our, you know, the, the biologically sure. given, uh, uh, yeah. birth children. Yes. Uh, so it didn't make sense. And yeah. So we kept going to court to fight it and fight it. And finally, you know, we managed to to go through the process. But it's it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. You know, if two people want to be together, want to have a family, regardless of In your fact, yeah. sexuality or gender. Yeah. or
0: families where there is love, where there exactly. are children. Yes. Yes. completely. Yes, well, exactly.
2: It. There's.
0: Anyway, so,
2: let's yeah. keep, let's keep going. I
0: know. Now is the time of the final five oh, girls. Oh, <laughs> the final five! Okay.
2: Well,
3: I of course. That,
0: like I need to get ready for the final. Yeah. Five. <laughs> okay. Try to answer as quick okay. as you can. Oh okay. God. I will do the same question to each of you because I want to listen to your answers. Okay. okay. And and of course I want you back here, please. We haven't seen
2: these. I like to prepare. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I can sound off the cuff. <laughs> <laughs> it was on purpose. So, that yes, <laughs> you didn't see.
0: so let's start from this one. What's one thing people would never know about you just by looking at you, Shamim?
2: Um, I can bake really good cakes. I know that <laughs> <laughs> they're delicious. <Exactly. laughs> I don't think I have any dark that's secrets true. to be honest okay, with you. Okay, okay, a little bit
0: boring. I okay. <laughs> Let's okay. try with Hanan. Hanan, what's the one thing people would never know
1: about you? Uh, that's I'm, I love my spreadsheets and organizing everyone around me. <laughs>
0: Actually, I think they know. I think they know.
2: There's it, all of the, <laughs> the just by now.
0: shaking your hand.
1: Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what do you think?
2: You tell me.
0: Oh, yeah, T- tell us. Tell us the truth.
2: Oh, that uh, they would never know. Just from the, um. oh. Too much time. You're yes. thinking too much. No. I, I, I cry very easily in movies and TV shows. Oh, there you go. I'll yeah, give you that. I like yes, that. She's
0: that. very sensitive. Well,
2: it's good. I don't know. And just, and and no. No, not no, not, you, right? do. you do. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. as best. <laughs>
0: Okay, Shamim, if you were a superhero, mm. what would be your superpower?
2: Wow. Okay. Fast. Fast, I know. <laughs> um, uh, being able to... I have no idea. I'd I remove religion.
0: I'd ban that. religion. <laughs> I like that. I like she that very amazing. much. Thank you, Hanan. You it's a great <laughs> wow. superpower. I hope one day you will wake up <laughs> with those. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> seriously. Yeah. And you, me for sure. You have many. Yeah. Maybe you can't if choose now. Tell me two or three
2: Superpower, I would like to be able to uh, be able to see anybody who is an abuser and remove their ability to
0: to harm other people. To harm other to people. I love this superpower Paralyse as well. Them, basically. Great. I, I hope you will wake up one yes, day with I that know. as well. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I am waiting. It's <laughs> it's an interesting world,
2: <laughs> I think, yes. Hanan. We, we wouldn't have very many <laughs> leaders left. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was
1: unnecessary.
0: <laughs> Hanan, what is your spirit animal?
1: Oh, hmm.
2: Tiger, I think.
0: Yes, um, I like tiger. that. Yeah. Shamim.
2: I'm laughing because somebody—this <laughs> is not quick. Somebody once sent us a picture of the tiger chasing the rooster, and they said that's Shamim and Hanan, and I was like, no. What's uh. no, <laughs> my spirit animal? I told you I'm not good with this. No. No. Uh, <laughs> I think it's uh its a bird that I know. What? Because uh, like fly, I think it's be honestly, free. I would like mm. to say it's an eagle, but I think it's more like a garden sparrow. Aww. Because I like the way the birds get up very early. I like that they are singing with the dawn, which I kind of enjoy every mm. morning. Love Um They eat frequently and often. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I like as well. <laughs> they, sing, <laughs> uh, they sing a lot and just hop around from branch to branch. So sometimes, oh, love it. That's how I'm going to go.
0: Hanan, what have you learned from your past relationship? So one of the five boys. No, no, no.
1: <laughs> I think it's it's you're, laugh at your game. I think it's the more that you're not interested in a relationship or you're on the periphery, the more the other person wanted to possess mm-hmm. and control and Set dates for a marriage or whatever. So it's, it's it wasn't a game It was just yeah. I wasn't very engaged and it's funny when when I think you're anxious about something in life And you want it people know it and they move back, but when you're detached People want to want even more. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's insane, but I yeah. guess it's the uh, human psychology and human nature
0: Unfortunately, I think mm. it's also male kind of mm. uh, you
1: know uh, Will of possessing you domination. Possession. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, and sometimes oh, yeah. they you know, they mistake a love. For domination and vice versa. And what have you learned from your past relationship?
2: Um, there haven't been very many, to be honest with you. I think what I learned uh, is that I, I, something that I learned early on, was that I was not able to do being casual relationships. Uh, I had to have some meaning to that relationship. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's very important ongoing in everything, in all the relationships that I have, but particularly um, in. Any kind of intimate relationship, it was always important to me to have um, sure. some really
0: deep connection. Deep connection. I got this. Yeah. Hanan, what is the meaning of life?
1: no oh, that's a big one. Oh, wow. What's the meaning of life? For me, it's finding love and true love, whether it's your with your partner, with your children, with the people you you love, your uh, friends. I think love is the the driving force of everything. Because if you have that feeling of love then you can move mountains and you can do all kinds of things that you wouldn't necessarily do or have the courage or the passion or the drive and the like energy that. to to achieve i so like that love.
0: and shamin
2: I, I agree with that very much you know because my family is like my core but i also uh, think that um, a sense of contribution is the meaning of life and by that i don't mean you have to you know change the entire world why not? But why not? No. <laughs> uh, but everybody has their part to play, and for me, I, getting up in the morning and knowing that, you know, I'm contributing in some way, and, and whether it's through writing, directing, storytelling, um, is really important. And 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 I think that sense of having something to give to the world is is very important it's to the meaning of life. Yeah, yeah. Well, so,
0: I agree with you that's too. That's yeah, from my experience.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all. Yeah.
0: Thank you for being here. Thank Seriously, you for having oh, it was gone. wonderful. Was yeah,
2: oh, no, was like, <laughs> this <was> like <laughs> our regular fireside. <laughs> yeah, so please and come back. <laughs>
0: and I want to show to everyone the Athena <laughs> protocol. Please buy it, and uh, you can find it everywhere in the U.S., in Canada, in France as well. France. Yeah. And we're waiting for it in the U.K. It will come soon, correct?
2: It will be soon in the U.K. and Italy. Italy uh, Italians
0: please <laughs> buy this. You really <laughs> need this book. I think that's all coming Germany in 2020 next yeah. Year. yeah. It's it's a great book. I love it. So, and you can find it on Amazon as well, yes, correct? Yes. That's right. Ships everywhere. Yeah, you will come back here. It's done. Yes. I will be in one of your films doing yes. some jujitsu move. Maybe I
1: would love that. <laughs> I would love that. We will do it. <laughs> Should be the prima donna. Should move everybody. Move over, Paris. <laughs> 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 oh, Thank, you. Thank you, Thank, you, it was Thank you. Thank you for your love.
2: Such
3: a pleasure.
0: Thank you. Thank you for watching uh, Unleash the Game Changers. I hope you were inspired as much as I were, you know, because I think they're truly amazing people. And please leave a comment, let me know your thoughts, let me know who do you think I should interview the next time. I really hope you will share this content via your social media with all your friends. Thank you and see you soon at Unleashed.